Join coaches Mary C. Hartfield and Rebecca Thomas as they speak on the things most people want to know but might not be willing to talk about. Dive in with us for off-the-cuff conversations around diverse topics and gain insight and guidance to help you live a more purpose-filled life. Welcome to Off the Cuff Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Mary C. Hartfield, living your life on purpose coaching. And I'm here with Rebecca Thomas, more than a life coach and the energy architect. Yes. I rolled off my tongue today. I know, we did. I know. We're doing good now. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, we got to think a little bit. <laughs> right. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about biases and lenses today. And I would like to say that in the capacity we're talking about them, that that's basically the same thing. Would you agree or no? What you mean? Biases and lenses. What are, what, what's your definition of bias? Oh, my, my definition? Or what do you say? Um, the, basically, when I think of a de definition of a bias, in order to be really, really simplistic, is the lens through which you see things. Mm. Yep, we are. Okay. I'm about to say Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> right, think we come together and we just make sure we right, honestly think with right. each other. But that's okay. gotta ask that question because yeah. I think we need to encourage other people to like ask for clarity too. Right, and not yeah. Assume so. Yeah, we'll model that. Yeah. <laughs> why do we? You know, we talk about. So we're talking about biases. Mm -hmm. So why do we need to talk about biases? I think that we need to talk about biases. First of all, if okay, if 2020 has taught us nothing else, it's the fact that there are so many biases that are showing up here but i also think it's really really important to to say that biases can be positive and they can be negative and they can be neutral so they're not necessarily bad but they're not necessarily good so it's getting really curious again one of our favorite words around why do i think this way how am i showing up to this conversation mm -hmm. or with this person what spin am I putting this on right. that's making me react a certain way or respond a certain way? It's an assumption yeah. based on our own experience. So we do have to examine our biases because mm -hmm. like you said, we make decisions based on our biases. Mm -hmm. And then I think also in times of danger, mm -hmm. we use our biases that mm -hmm. we have that are good or bad mm -hmm. to make decisions. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think part, well, for instance, let me go political ad I saw. Mm -hmm. So he, one of the people running for Congress, he said, yeah, you know, she's all for the riots, but I'm the person gonna clean up after riots. And I'm thinking, hmm. Mm -hmm. So the lens he's looking at, mm -hmm. we talk about lenses. He didn't look at the lens that they were all these, you, cause you one that went down. Mm -hmm. If I could say, sorry, mm -hmm. said it right. It's too late. <laughs> but it was peaceful mm -hmm. until these people from the outside came in, right. and they are the ones that did the damaging. So does that make the whole thing a riot? Mm -hmm. Because few people mm -hmm. came in and did damages or whatever. So the lens he's viewing is because it wasn't all peaceful. He's looking through the eyes because there's damage. It's a riot, mm -hmm. which I didn't look at that way. Right. You know, my lens is that. The marches were peaceful here until these outsiders came in. I forgot what they call them. Mm -hmm. And they came in and they caused habit in order for him to view it as riots. Right. 
And the interesting part is too, if he was a political figure, my mind immediately goes to maybe he doesn't even believe that, but he wants somebody else to borrow his lenses. Yes. Yes. In order to manipulate yes. or insert himself in how they looked at things. Right. Yeah. So that's just like usually, you know, I wear readers. Mm -hmm. You know, my girlfriend, oh, I need those pair. I bought a pair of readers. Oh, I need those. Mm -hmm. So she said, I need pair. It was too strong for her. She, mm -hmm. And of course she got home. Oh, I can't see how those well. No, they're mm -hmm. my lenses. You need to get, you know what I'm <laughs> right, saying? You right. have to start making decisions through your own lenses and deciding what lenses are you going to view things with. Mm -hmm. You know, rather than you picking up somebody else's, like you said, he probably knew if he's intelligent enough, mm -hmm. but he wants someone else to take up his lens and say, I want you to view at this point mm -hmm. of way. So that's why I think it's so important that we have to figure out, you know, if we have a bias, you mm -hmm. know, and I think we talked about this way back mm -hmm. is that, you know, putting down, I have this bias that all people are like this. What is that true when you say? When anyone says all to me, I go, is that true? Mm -hmm. They're like, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. You said the word all. So let's talk about how those biases shape. Mm -hmm. Like, where does that come from? I think it has to do with culture. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's your family unit or the environment that you're in. Mm -hmm. You know, it could be a work environment, it could be your personal environment, and that comes to family. Mm -hmm. Your environment, mm -hmm. you know, where you grow up or where you live, um, you know, where you spend time at, environment comes with it. And the people you hang around and hang out with, mm -hmm. you know, because if I, you know, me being black, mm -hmm. if I always hung around black folks, there's certain lens that I'm mm -hmm. going to get and I'm going to view things through. But because, you know, I grew up Kentwood where there, you know, mm -hmm. both parts of Kentwood where everybody's saying both parts of Kentwood. <laughs> you live here, you live. You would know. Yeah, you know. You would know. know. Different school figures. You'd be totally different. One was really purely white. Mm -hmm. And one was like, you know, where you had black and white people or whatever. Mm -hmm. But from there, I didn't have a choice. Right. But to look through my lenses and not just put everybody in every single category. Mm -hmm. You know, like the first man, my dad tried to move on the Kentwood, Kentwood public school side of it. And the man said, I'm not selling my house to no Negro. Mm -hmm. Well, if I looked at everybody, like this is all white men, grumpy and old, and mm -hmm. this is how they are, then I'm shaping how I do things. Right. You know, and that's how he was shaping how he knew things. But to scale that back even more, when we're talking about like our culture and our family and the working spaces that we're in and our environments too, like a lot of what it really, really boils down to is like the stories that we're told, mm -hmm. the experiences that we have. And sometimes those things might not even be evident. There might not be awareness because some of those stories might come down three, four, five, seven, twenty generations. Mm -hmm. And nobody knows where it originated, but right. everybody is operating out through that lens right? Exactly. and applying their bias in that way. So I think like it's a, it's a beautiful thing to be able to have awareness of what your biases are mm -hmm. and figure out where they come from and choose whether to invest in them or not. Yes, invest them or not. And then like you said, our stories. Mm -hmm. Part of it is our stories we're telling ourselves based on our biases and lens we're viewing things through. Mm -hmm. But what are you telling other people? Mm -hmm. You know, so then we got to add the media in there, mm -hmm. you know, especially right now. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, everything, you know, I'm listening last night late. I always got to, you know, listen a little bit to mm -hmm. find out what's happening. But it's like, what view are they coming from? Mm -hmm. Why are people saying things? But 
we got to also invest the time to figure that out, mm -hmm. whether we just pick up and believe in that. Right now, people are picking up stuff and, oh, I believe that because they said it. Mm -hmm. Well, no, why did they do that? What was their purpose? Right. You know, and then like you say, going to personal biases, you know, what personal biases do we have mm -hmm. that we need to change? If you have personal bias to a certain race, mm -hmm. you have to look at that. You yeah. have to examine. You can't sit nowadays and say, well, it's just me and we're all this. And no, you have to look at it differently, especially when you, if you want to be personally invested to me mm -hmm. in this country and in this nation mm -hmm. and where certain people are getting killed mm -hmm. differently than other people, you got to look at your biases and lens you're looking through mm -hmm. to say, is it true what they're saying? And not only is it, is it true, but how is this okay? Right. And if I'm telling myself it's okay, where is that coming from? And right. what does that mean? Those yeah. things too. So you mean that requires people to take off their rosy glasses? What rosy glasses? <laughs> I think we're all wearing like 20 pairs of glasses. I know. Oh, like, I know. Like, like, some people, put this one on. Right. Put this one on. And it's funny because when you really want to think about it, it's super, super simple when you're talking about lenses and biases. Think about a photographer, mm -hmm. a professional photographer. What they're photographing doesn't change. I mean, you might add some lighting or right. something like that, but the actual thing in front of them does not change. What changes is the angles and the different yes. lenses and yes. the things like that, what's yeah. projected and those so things. So how we see and how we look at things. Absolutely. Okay, our perception. Yeah. Okay. So that really, really scales it back. But even with the biases and especially the political stuff right now, like, not even with the political stuff. Let's back up a little bit. I've had conversations over the last week and I have, I would say, an incredible level of self-awareness. But it still shocks me when I can say that's my bias showing up. Not because I think that I don't have any more biases, mm -hmm. especially when it's a negative one, but just that I'm still discovering and will keep discovering mm -hmm. those things throughout my life, whether it's a conversation with somebody and I'm assuming that they're responding in a certain quote unquote tone because it's via text. And then as the conversation unfolds, I find out that I'm wrong. That's me bringing a bias to the table right. yeah. or with my son and things with school. Sometimes I can sit here and go, my bias is mm -hmm. spinning this in a way that mm -hmm. my assumption and my reaction says, this is what I think. Right. And I need to work on that bias because it's not helpful for anybody. Yeah. And I think all of us, I mean, let's get it clear. All of us have biases. Absolutely. You know, there's not a certain group that no. just, and they're it. not all bad. They're not all bad. Yes. And I, th I think that's what a lot of when you say the word bias, especially when it comes to race, mm -hmm. people are like, oh, they're all bad. No, we're, let's look at mm -hmm. them. You know, and then also we talk about lenses, you know, we forget we got that religion lens. Oh, how can you forget that? <laughs> well, think about it. Right. You now in this environment, a lot of people are looking through their religion lens mm -hmm. and if it doesn't fit that lens and it doesn't go within that mm -hmm. viewing, that's how it is. Mm -hmm. You know, where we, that's why I said, we got to take all these lenses off mm -hmm. and we have to look at how we're viewing things and is that correct? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't want to exactly look through a different lens. They want to keep mm -hmm. that lens. That's why I said those rosy glasses mm -hmm. that people want to keep on. They don't want to look through it differently. So that just like, as you say it like that, and I definitely have my own issues with how faith-based communities 
handle a lot of situations mm -hmm. and we don't have the time for that. But I think when we look at stuff like that, instead of investing of like the tribe of faith-based spaces and how they're moving in these situations on a personal level, really dialing back and figuring out what your core values are mm -hmm. and deciding whether or not those big movements are something that aligns with that and that can help you take some of the of that tarnished experience out right and yeah. choose for yourself does well, that make sense yeah it makes okay. sense because i think right now especially there's a reason why this pandemic has happened mm -hmm. okay it's a time for all of us especially when it comes to religion mm -hmm. or being religious mm -hmm. you know Part of it is where it's a time for us to take inventory of ourselves, like mm -hmm. you said, and we have to say, when you say the values or whatever, and really think about that, mm -hmm. you know, it's just like, okay, I'm not going political, so I'm not there. <laughs> but we have to look at it and say, does that really line, does that action line up with our values? Right. Or you am know, I just not willing to look at this because it's so uncomfortable? Right. Sometimes I'm keeping my rosy glasses on. I don't mm -hmm. care if I need to take because I'm inside now. Mm -hmm. And it looks all, you're saying, oh, the house is so dark. You know, like sometimes I'll leave my gla glasses on. Mm -hmm. I'll say, it's so dark in here because you got your sunglasses on. Mm -hmm. And how often do we need to clean our glasses? Because they're smudged. Right. Like, exactly. <laughs> it's the same thing with it's your biases. This, right. Yeah. It's the same thing. So, you know, people really look at that because I think now is, you know, instead of getting hung up in religion, religious is where you have to really just come down to your individual spirituality as a belief, I, you know, and I even, I don't say non-denomination or give a, you know, mm -hmm. all that to it. I'm a believer in Christ Jesus. And this is how I view things. This is my, you know, this mm -hmm. is what I believe in. And I'm making it so personal now where I don't have that group thinking right. anymore because you're going to a house, right. a church building where they, they promote group thinking, mm -hmm. you know? So you have to now, I think people have to take the time and say, wait a minute. And then I think it's going to be a shocker to some people mm -hmm. that how they're viewing the lens you're viewing things through because you're like, oh my God, that was a lot of group thinking. Right. I only did that because of what mm -hmm. I was told to do it mm -hmm. and I didn't do it on my own mm -hmm. where now people really have to like, oh, wait a minute, you got to choose now mm -hmm. to do it on your own. If you can believe and be a believer or you say I'm a Christian, mm -hmm. it's a lot of self-work you have to do on your own. Now, you don't have no preacher up there all mm -hmm. the time or you have some some building you're going to every day where you can do all that group thinking. Right. And we need to tie up here in a minute, but one thing I want to say just as you talk about that is just like we were referring to that political person earlier where he was like taking his lenses and put them on somebody else. Mm -hmm. We also have the opportunity and I would say even the responsibility to also ask to see through other people's lenses. Mm -hmm. So to borrow that from them because that humanizes things and that allows us to see their perspectives but we have to invite that in somehow. So I think that's huge too. Yeah, I think, that, and that's good because I think part of it is because um, part of becoming self-aware is going back to asking for that help. Mm -hmm. Who's that friend? It's okay, what biases do I have? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we don't see our own biases. Mm -hmm. You know, we think there's our opinions and that's mm -hmm. how it is, but really it's a bias that may be a little negative and not as positive we think. So really is checking, you know, I call it the check-ins, you know, hey, mm -hmm. calling up during a check-in mm -hmm. and asking the question to a person. So check and say, what biases 
do I have? Mm -hmm. You know, how am I viewing this? How am I looking at this? And am I looking at it the wrong way? Mm -hmm. You know, how should, how do you think I should look at it? Or how are you looking at it? And then you still have the opportunity to make the decision yourself. You know, you don't have to go with that person's opinion, but that's a great way to talk about it Mm -hmm. and get around them and check and do it a Mm self-check. Self-checks are always good. Oh yeah. So real quick what how do we create like how do we have take a simple way of creating awareness around our biases what would you suggest i think first asking the question to yourself and getting to begin with somebody and saying okay what biases i do have mm-hmm. do i have and part of it is i think during my tea again you know i love mm-hmm. the tea is sitting there and say what biases do i have what is it negative write down the bias that mm-hmm. you know that you have if you're aware of it and then is this negative or positive mm-hmm. you know how can i change it and then what knowledge do i need to get to mm-hmm. change it if it's a bad one mm-hmm. or whatever. And then also, even if it's a good one, how does that affect other people? Mm-hmm. Because I have that bias, mm-hmm. you know? And then that's also during what lenses you're looking through things, you know, is it too rosy? Mm-hmm. You know, people like, oh, I'm just all happy and I'm all right, great. I'm like, right. what am I missing? Yeah. It's raining outside. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, what are you talking about? It's raining outside, you know. Uh-huh. So, you know, looking at that, you know, you may always want to be this positive outlook, but it's good to have a positive outlook. Mm-hmm. Life ain't, are you ignoring the real life and what's are going on? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What are you covering up? People that are positive all the time, mm-hmm. it's like, okay. It's not sustainable and it's not realistic. Yes. You can be joyful and you can be content. Yes. But like to be, yeah, like some, there's a whole range of emotions for everybody. Right. Exactly. So something's missing when somebody's not being vulnerable and showing you that. Exactly. I would say one of the things like when it comes to creating that personal awareness would be to really examine, like when you respond to somebody or you're in a situation to think about the story you're telling yourself. Mm -hmm. What is the story that I'm telling myself in this context? Yes. And then get down and curious with that and sit with it and see what shows up. And if you can figure out where that's coming from, that's even better. Yeah. But the story that you're telling yourself, if it's not on point for anybody else besides you, Mm -hmm. it needs to be tweaked. Yeah. Yeah. And it is. And I, I think as we close up that, you know, now with the media and everything that's happening and everything, we really have to look. I think we all individually have the responsibility in order to be a better person mm-hmm. to examine other people, mm-hmm. to examine our biases and our lenses that yep. we're born by. Yeah, absolutely. It's another good subject. <laughs> I think. <at laughs> Which least. we could keep going on. Right, about. exactly. <laughs> so, everybody, don't forget to subscribe, download, leave comments. And as Rebecca is always saying, tell us what you want us to talk about or what subject you want to bring up or you're interested. We're glad to do it. So I'm Mary C. Hartfield, Living Life on Purpose Coaching. And I'm Rebecca Thomas, More Than a Life Coach and the Energy Architect. Right. We will talk to you next week. Have another conversation going on. Bye, everybody. Bye. You've been listening to Off the Cuff Podcast with Life Purpose Coach Mary C. Hartfield of Living Life on Purpose and More Than a Life Coach and Energy Architect Rebecca Thomas. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, go and leave us a review, and tune in next time as we continue to talk about the hard things, bring them to light, and help you move through your life with a little more grace, curiosity, and realness.